beautiful and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and let's just ground into the space. I don't know about you, but I need some deep breaths. Take a moment and drop your shoulders, whatever you're doing. Take notice of your body. Are you holding tension? Relax your jaw. Take a big deep breath in through the nose. Holding at the top, feeling the stretch. Release through the mouth. And just feeling into the body. Relax the body. It's so easy to try and tell the mind to relax, but the body is contradicting itself because we're holding so much tension. And a lot of the times we don't even realize that we're doing it because that's it's just like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Is my mind stressed because my body's tense or is my body tense because my mind is stressed? You know, what's going on? And when we think about, you know, overthinking, we're only overthinking and calling it overthinking when it's negative thoughts. Because no one's like, oh my gosh, I just can't stop thinking amazing, positive, loving thoughts. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> Says no one ever. If, if we're ever feeling like, oh my God, I just can't stop overthinking, we're overthinking things that aren't serving us. And there's been so many studies around worry and stress and so many illnesses come from dis-ease in the body where we're so stressed and it causes inflammation and the inflammation causes illness, you know. But on an emotional level, which is what I love to talk about here on the podcast, on that deep emotional level of how we interact with the world around us and the relationship we have with the world within us, how we feel within our body, especially as highly sensitive people, is everything. If we don't feel safe within our body and with our own inner world, it's like you know, Bambi learning how to walk, navigating the world around us. We're falling over, getting knocked down, not feeling confident, not able to stand strong. And so it's really interesting um, what happens when we start focusing on relaxing the physical body, not focusing on shit that we need to get done. And I love talking about getting shit done. And that's a big piece of the puzzle because so much of fear is dissolved, like the remedy for fear is action because then there's no mystery behind it. And I can hold that in one hand. One hand, we have action and that's the remedy for fear. In the other hand, we have like full restoration of the body and regulation of the nervous system and and connecting to who you are being and feeling safe in your physical body, feeling safe in the realms of your own mind, okay? And so we can hold both of these at the exact same time. This is the balance that we're trying to create with our emotional intelligence, with our mental and emotional health. You know, we gotta be able to take action and then we gotta be able to feel into it and feel safe in the not doing and the not taking action, you know? So when the pendulum swings back and forth of feeling like you're on the verge of, burnout because you aren't resting or on the opposite when you're on the verge of driving yourself fucking crazy because you can't bring yourself to take action on anything and you're in so much of this being of like you know journaling meditating resting relaxing thinking but not actually bringing anything forth into 
a materialization, right? Where you could actually hold it and touch it. And so what I'm describing is the feminine, the masculine energies. This is how I describe the energetics of it or the yin and the yang, the, you know, the go and the flow energy. The, the This is the balance. You know, I believe everything has a duality. Everything has like these different sides that are pulling us um, that we get to find harmony with. And so a big part of feeling safe within our day to day, like we're on purpose, like we have a grip, you know, people use the term like, like I have my shit together, where it feels like we have a sense of control. Um, and that it's not just like happening to us, or it's not just all over the place. A big part of that is how we create structure for our creative energy to flow. And I'm a firm believer that the creative energy, these ideas, they are like, muses, you know, that these ideas are coming through and they want to be channeled through someone and brought into like a full materialization, a full manifestation. And so if we are an open channel for these ideas and we are taking action and bringing them forth, we're going to feel so tapped in and tuned into who we are because we're honoring the creative ideas that are coming to us. But if we let the ideas come, but we don't take action on them, I believe that that muse is going to whisper into someone else's consciousness for them to bring it into action. Like some people believe, and I believe this, that Beethoven's symphony was already created before Beethoven brought it to life. Beethoven was just the most open channel for it to come through and be materialized, to be manifested, you know? And so the ideas and stuff that you have, there's a time for planning and there's a time for taking action. And that bridge between idea and action can feel really, really far when we have perfectionistic tendencies and we want to feel ready and we want to feel the most energized, on fire, positive, highest vibe version of ourselves ever in order to take action and start. Okay. I've been there and it's that waiting to feel ready, to feel ready, to feel ready. I need to do this and then I'll feel more ready. I need to get that camera and then I'll feel more ready. I need to get that one outfit. I need to eat this breakfast first. Oh, I need to take out the trash first. Oh, I think I should take the dog out first and then I'll take action. Actually, I'm not really feeling it. I want to feel my best when I do it. So I'm going to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes. Oh, I forgot. I already told so-and-so I'd help them with this. That's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get to it. Is this like sound painfully familiar to anybody else? And what this, what we tell ourselves when we, when our inner critic pipes up, our inner critic is like, you're just procrastinating. You're so lazy. You don't care. And that's not necessarily what it is. It's, it's normally a perfectionistic thing of like, I know I can do it, but I don't feel ready. Um, and just right now is not the right time. Like, you know, I can't be bothered. It's either that or it's, it's, I'm not sure where to start. And I'm so fucking overwhelmed because I care about this so much. And I think this could be so cool and I want it to be so good and I want it to be done. So right now, <laughs> right. Where there's this instant gratification where it's not our fault. We've been programmed to, demand instant gratification. And we've been given it in most areas of our life. U.S. consumption of how we spend our money is purely based off of convenience. It's based off of convenience over price point. 
We will pay more for something that is more convenient rather than something that is less convenient and costs less. So interesting. And so how does that translate into the way that we approach our day-to-day goals and our creative ideas? And how do we honor these, these artistic ideas that come to us in whatever, whatever modality that you work with? Whether you are a coach, whether you make clothes, whether you are an artist and designer of some sort, maybe you're a writer, Maybe you also like to create video content. Maybe you're a fellow podcaster. I don't know. Maybe you're a business owner of some sort. Maybe you're an aspiring business owner, but right now you do crafts as hobbies or you sell at farmer's markets. Like wherever you're at, whatever it is that you do, check in with yourself. What actually gets in the way? Sometimes it's as innocent as a focus issue. (laughs) And it's not like there's something wrong with you. It's just that we're in such a stimulating world and stimulating environment that it's so easy for our attention to be hijacked, especially for the neurodivergent babes, a little bit of ADHD here and there, right? We have our cell phones that constantly have a reason to grab our attention. We have all this technology that's causing the brain to go into this peak state of processing that is not designed, our brains are not designed to go into that peak state and stay there. But the issue is it's really addicting. And so once we go into that peak state, we want more because it's this dopamine rush of like being entertained or learning. Or if you're posting something, it's like, oh, who has checked? Who has liked it? Who has commented on it, right? This addicting reason to go back. But when we're in that state, it can be fucking exhausting because our brain never slows down into slower processing modes like when we first wake up. This is why I'm so adamant and I like will shout from the rooftops to not scroll social media or even touch your phone at all or any type of TV technology the first 30 minutes of waking up and the last 30 minutes of going to bed because this is sacred time. This is time that you can be listening to music, that you can be visualizing, you could be writing, anything that's connecting and calming you down, right? We want to connect to the parasympathetic nervous system. This is where your immune system thrives. This is where your imagination comes into play. This is where creativity is. Like, it's really interesting. There's a, oh shit, who was it? The guy, Edison, Edison. Thomas Edison. You know, there's all these things about how, you know, a thousand times to try to invent electricity. Well, something Thomas Edison would do is he would sit in his chair and he would hold this big ball, this like metal ball. And he would sit in his chair and he was essentially meditating. But every time he would start to fall asleep, too deep into sleep, and he would, okay, let me back up. <laughs> he would only do this when he had a problem. So when he was trying to figure out a different way, because a thousand attempts, there's just a lot of fucking creativity required to have that many attempts at one thing to begin with, right? So whenever he had a problem and he was trying to figure out a new route, he would close his eyes, sit in a chair and hold this ball. And whenever his, he would reach too deep into sleep and he would relax, the ball would drop and it would wake him up. So then he can go pick up the ball again. And in between this like sleeping and waking state, the mind is incredible. Have you ever noticed that all your ideas start to just come like a shotgun when you start to go to sleep? Sorry, that's a weird metaphor to use, but it's like ding, 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 like so many different ideas for different things that you're working on, whether within your your, uh, creative projects or your business or your personal life, like so much insight and ideas come when we are in that state. 
that's actually a, a brain state that we can access with meditation. But I just love that story about Thomas Edison. So he would keep a notebook nearby. And during this process where it's like, he's not letting himself go to sleep, but he's not quite in a, uh, a peak waking state either. So keep this in mind. If you ever feel like you have a problem or you have something that you want to look at in a different perspective, but you just aren't sure how, like it's almost like surrendering it, surrender to it, or maybe go into meditation with this idea of this question, asking the universe, asking God, asking your subconscious. If you don't believe in, in, in God, that's okay. Like ask yourself, your, your higher self, that inner knowing, that inner wise woman, that inner wise person, that inner wise being, um, and bring that question and breathe into it and detach from needing the answer and trust that when you relax, the answers come. Ooh, isn't that such a beautiful affirmation? Say that to yourself right now. When I relax, the answers come. When I relax, the answers come. Everything is figure outable. When I relax, the answers come. Everything is figure outable. Mm, isn't this good? If you are loving this podcast episode and you know another sensitive soul that needs to hear this, go ahead and send it to them. And also coming up soon is a free workshop on how to get shit done as a sensitive soul and make yourself proud. And this is going to be on a day-to-day -day basis, right? How do you set up your day to make yourself proud? How do you create those small attainable goals? How do you, do you set goals for yourself in the day? And what does that look like? Especially if you are easily overwhelmed, even if you're really busy, I'm going to be teaching simple and powerful things that are practical that you can implement into your day to day to make life a little bit easier. Okay. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of joyfully you podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm always hanging out on Instagram at Kelsey Lowe show and playing around expressing myself through reels. And so if you want to go have a laugh, you can go check it out. Send me a message and say, what's up. I'd love to meet you. And if you haven't yet signed up for the free workshop, go ahead and do so. The link is in the show notes below. I'm so excited for this. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.